embarking on a journey to develop your inner ear and learn the melodies of the heavens above may seem daunting or time-consuming. But fear not, for a heavenly-minded pastor and entrepreneur is here to guide you through the wondrous and exciting expedition. This kid-friendly episode guarantees to dispel any rush or hesitation, just as finger-painting effortlessly weaves tales of enchantment. In a world where the clock ticks relentlessly and the to-do list stretches endlessly, why would anyone stop to finger paint? Yet, as Helen Keller once said, I knew only darkness and stillness. My life was without past or future, but a little word from the fingers of another fell into my hand that clutched at emptiness and my heart leaped to the rapture of living. Today, let the little words fall from the fingers of the one who holds the moon and stars for you. Let us converse with the divine and together unlock the secrets already living in your inner ear. So come, join us on this voyage. Let us delve into the limitless wonder of God and paint a masterpiece of the soul. I'll see you on the inside. Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from KristenWombach.com, and you're listening to Intentional Now Podcast. Answer me this. How does a Baptist farm girl from Oregon stumble upon the mystical nature of Christ, the love of God? If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guest on a mystical journey. But before we talk about the spiritual woo-woo, you need to know I am totally sold out to Jesus. It's amazing what the love of God reveals. Hello, friends, and welcome, new listeners. How is everybody today? (laughs) I am doing well. Thank you. Do you ever feel out of your element? Goodness. I looked up that saying, and that just doesn't quite fit. It means to feel out of your element is to be out of place or in a situation that's not suitable to people. Let's see if I can put my finger on it. How about this? My comfort zone has been stretched. Do you ever feel like that? Rightly so. I asked to be stretched, and I prayed that God would impart more. I asked for him to teach me and to help me to expand 
and I know you are just like me. Help God. <laughs> Our subject matter today, developing your inner ear, hearing God, hearing him within you. I guess you could say my discomfort to this zone is attached to my heart. My heart oh, very much wants to express his heart story with the same experiential fervor in which he spoke it to me for our behalf. My desire is to explain it in a way that would result in the highest of benefit for you. A story or aha moment that changes the outlook of life for you and I today. In a nutshell, I'd say that the Jesus in you and in me is moving in compassion and we can feel it. Amen? Just a reminder, if you are new, in the show notes you will find all references and links. So relax and enjoy. I already took notes for you. Brought to mind this morning an earlier episode, episode 33, Hope Opens Possibilities Effortlessly. It's an acronym of the word hope. Hope opens possibilities effortlessly. Effortlessly. <laughs> Dear friend, let's you and I pray together. Or let me change that up just a bit. As we pray together, I ask that you would stretch your prayers towards me across the dimension of time. No matter when you listen to this episode, prayers are eternal. Okay? Father God, we lift up your name. We acknowledge you have brought us together to this place and time, right down to the smallest of circumstances. Jesus, lead us through the door of yourself. Continue to open it wide. Father, we step in above all distractions, situations, and circumstance. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would imprint on each of us today with an aha moment. You know those moments that just lodge in your heart with a very special memory. Holy Spirit, we offer you our hearts. And Holy Spirit, I offer my mouth and ask that you would assist me in telling the story and principles today. Jesus, the gospel is simple and full of love. The voice of the Spirit is unseen until it's seen, unheard until it's heard. Continue to give us eyes to see and ears to hear what you're doing. 
continue to open up the unseen which has never been hidden from our reach. Father, today we are being led by great grace. Amen. In our story today, well, let me qualify that. When I say story, there is nothing fiction about it. Stories are an experiential realm. It's the conversation of God that we have tapped into within the kingdom of heaven. We tapped into it. The kingdom of heaven stretches beyond the was-was and is as close as Jesus and your own heartbeat inside the body we call flesh. Together, we are going to allow hope to open possibilities effortlessly. I know, I like that word, effortlessly. (laughs) I hear you, I hear you, yep, go for the effortlessly. (laughs) Oh, how my spirit is lifted by the tales of divine intervention and the miraculous ways of the Lord. It is humbling to witness how God has touched the lives of multitudes, speaking to each heart in a unique and powerful way, leading each one of us to places that we never thought possible. These stories remind us of the boundless love of God and the powerful and unwavering faith. Dear listener, my soul has been stirred by the Almighty, and I implore your help. I ask for you to share with me your personal accounts of how God has spoken to you, how your prayers were answered, and how spiritual guidance was given, and how your heart was moved to walk with Him in a profound way. Leave out no detail. We love the spiritual woo-woo around here, and we are eager to hear the fullness of your tale. Please send your stories to Kristen at kristenwombach.com. I know you have supernatural stories of experiencing that inexplicable such as the presence of angels or prophetic dreams, trans relocation, miracles. These experiences are not uncommon and they can profoundly touch the soul, offering comfort and a renewed sense of purpose and meaning. We all have moments when we have felt distant from God, but rest assured, God's address has never changed and his love is boundless. Often, we only need a shift in the mindset to be enveloped by his infinite goodness. Please share your stories with me at Kristen at KristenWombach.com. I eagerly anticipate the wonders you have to share. I have been searching for similarities that will cause us to think, cause me to think, so we can learn 
to think, listen, and feel in a realm outside where problems in life exist. We come up and above, seated with him in heavenly places. Some people call it rich time or Eden, but the frequency is limitless and the capabilities within the sound realm perspective are also limitless. My encouragement is to allow your thoughts to be stretched or in a much more simple snippet, shall we pretend to be kindergartners? Yay! (laughs) I heard my son Justin say just this past weekend when we were celebrating my husband's Dawn's birthday. He said, that's enough adulting for today. (laughs) That was new to me. And I just went, I'm going to hang on to that. (laughs) That's enough adulting today. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to park adulting and pretend to be kindergartners. The first part of this divine perspective, which is created to assist you and I in developing our inner ear. The senses of him go deeper than MRI could ever read. Your inner ear. Let the inner ear listen to the voice of truth that is always speaking. Ernest Holmes. The inner ear is responsible for hearing and balance in the natural. Today we're going to assume it also lends a hand for hearing and balancing in the spirit. Amen. I invite you to follow along with my story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Put your thinking caps on. We're going to have so much fun. Here we go. Remember, my comfort zone is being stretched. I am a storyteller today. Imagine you or I are a kindergarten teacher on a field trip into a mystical forest. The light is hued by the outstretched branches of the forest. Old oaks stand connected, touching limb to limb, and their roots as a family is carpeted across the forest floor. You swear bubbles of light move along only in your peripheral view. What are those? The forest makes a crescent around an open meadow. Grasses of all heights have woven the landscape of our mystical parkland. You may imagine all perspectives of the story. As the teacher, as the viewer in the spirit watching the story, or as one of the kindergartners. 
I assure you, you and I have much to learn from each perspective. We have a handful of fidgety five-year-olds that do not know how to sit still. Their senses are highly distracted by the magic and the wonder looming around them in the forest. How would you teach a five-year-old to sit still? How would the Lord teach you and I how to sit still? A beautiful quote we heard at the very beginning from Helen Keller. Once I only knew darkness and stillness. My life was without past or future, but a little word from the fingers of another fell into my hand that clutched at emptiness and my heart leaped to the rapture of living. Lord, we ask that you leap in our hearts and catch us away in the art of living. Our teacher presents a story to her intimate and young and small and fidgety class. Just a few students. Clapping her hands to get their momentary attention while a few parent chaperones wrangle the hands of the preoccupied troops to a grassy opening in the shade. The teacher begins, boys and girls, put on your imaginary hats today. We have a forest friend that needs our help. His name is Finnegan, but we will call him Finn, Finn the Frog. Finn is a green tree frog with yellow and orange tufts of hair just on the top of his head. They almost look like ears. Finn also wants to join our field trip today, but he needs your help. Finn and his jumping frog legs can hardly sit still. He can't sit quiet. There are two rocks for Finn to choose from as where to sit. Boys and girls, you are invited to pretend you are a frog just like Finn and to help him choose where to sit. Our first rock is out in the sunlight and open air. Finn can stretch his legs and take a warm catnap and explore the open meadow. I have to remind you that there are many forest friends who live here, and one is the great wooded owl. He flies over the forest and meadow to acquire his lunch. Our second rock was wet and under the shade of a big oak tree. 
So the teacher asked the children, which rock would Finn choose to rest on? In my mind's eye, I could see the children thinking. One in particular, a little boy, tested each rock as if he were Finn the Frog. He'd crouch down and he'd jump and he'd sat on the rock. And then he would jump over here and sit on the next rock. The damp rock sitting in the shade was cool, safe, and comfortable. The big oak tree offered its strong branches to cover the rock from the elements and the neighboring underbrush gathered around us like friends. The little boy liked the way it made him feel, and he lingered just a bit longer. Now the first rock was laying in the hot sun. Immediately felt warming and cozy. You felt like you could take a nap in the sun and stretch out your tired frog legs. Enjoy looking up at the blue skies above. And then Finn the frog, oh, he remembered. I must keep watch for the great wooded owl. Hmm. I wouldn't want to become his lunch. The little boy placed value on each rock he had sat upon. I continued to see him in my mind's eye, testing and thinking and jumping between each rock, the sunny rock and the rock in the shade. As a teacher, asking for a response or learned behavior is easier when you've allowed the student to deliberate and experience a logical conclusion on where to sit, rest, and be still. Putting our thinking cap on before we continue our mystical forest adventure. One of the similarities I found to encourage different thought so we can learn to think and listen and feel, remember, tune up our inner ear to feel in a realm outside of where problems in life exist. A realm of love and joy and happiness. Not hearing from God is the problem we addressed in last week's episode. Hearing from God challenging our belief systems. We put pressure on what we currently believed and allowed the truth of God to change us. That's episode 141. Ascension is mandatory to experience and retain the frequency and sounds from the dimensions where we experience Christ teaching us, living in us to rule and reign. In recent months, I've been learning to use an AI. 
<gasps> I know lots of controversy around that. There is a knack to acquire this skill for prompting and inputting data to get the robot to think. I found this particular definition on a blog post from IBM. At its simplest form, artificial intelligence is a field which combines computer science and robust data sets to enable problem solving. It also encompasses subfields of machine learning and deep learning, which are frequently mentioned in conjunction with artificial intelligence. These disciplines are comprised of AI algorithms which seek to create expert systems which make predictions or classifications based on input data. It enables problem solving, learning, and deep learning. It comprises algorithms which create expert systems. An algorithm is a procedure for solving a mathematical problem. As of finding the greatest common divisor in an infinite number of steps that frequently involves repetition of an operation. Looking at it broadly, a step-by-step -step procedure for solving a problem or accomplishing some end, predictions, classifications, and they are based on input of data. Would you say that the mind of Christ, which lives inside you, has the same capacity to think or more abilities than an AI? Of course you would. 1 Corinthians 2, 13 through 16. The impact of our words are not confined to the familiar wisdom of the world taught by human experience and tradition, but communicated by seamless spirit resonance, combining spirit with spirit. The soulish person has no capacity to comprehend the language of the Spirit of God. Spiritual things seem meaningless to them. They are incapable to discern that which can only be spiritually appreciated. Those who are spiritually awakened are immediately compatible to discern all things from a spiritual grace perspective, while they themselves are free from anyone's critical scrutiny. There is no other basis to teach from but to echo the mind of Christ. He is the mastermind personified within us. 1 Corinthians 2, 13-16, The Mirror Just like our kindergartner, who was allowed to think through Finn's choice of where to sit, which helped him 
to sit. Be still and know that I am God. Psalms 46.10 For who has known or understood the mind, the counsels and purposes of the Lord, so as to guide and instruct him and give him knowledge? But we have the mind of Christ and do hold the thoughts and feelings and purposes of his heart. We have the capabilities within us to learn and know and perceive a step-by-step procedure for solving a problem or accomplishing some end. Hmm. (laughs) Our story continues to teach us. Before we continue, said the teacher to the little boy and the class of kindergartners learning in the outdoor classroom, we have been invited to host a fairy tea party in the woods. Yay! You could hear them say, yay! They were so excited. Let me put a word of experience with the word fairy. It's one of those spiritual woo-woos I'm always making fun of and willing to talk about. In the realms of the earth, there are such beings that live, govern, and inhabit creation for which you and I are called to restore. A familiar title, it would be Elements or Elementals. Fairies in our story are for the teaching purposes of hearing God. He has included the unseen things in creation. For who has known or understood the mind, the counsel, and purposes of the Lord? He created the earth, the cosmos, the heavens, and far beyond for his children. A healthy rule of thumb, which has served me in many aspects of this journey. Unless I have asked Jesus to show me and wait to be shown, then my opinions have no experience to base any opinion at all. (laughs) Jesus said to Pilate in John 18.36, My kingdom has nothing in common with the political or religious systems of this world. It does not originate out of their structures. (laughs) We have three questions to remind ourselves. Developing your inner ear, hearing God, hearing him within you. How would you teach a five-year-old to sit still? How would the Lord teach you and I how to sit still and learn to listen. Imagine our five-year-old's attention span. The teacher. Class, we have been invited to host a fairy tea party in the woods. 
But before our unseen guests arrive, we need to collect a spot of rain, ask the sun to heat the water for our tea. The little boy, very excited, listening and watching his teacher intently as she gave instruction. Now, I'd like you to find a leaf teapot. Set the leaf teapot on the rock in the sun and then return to your outdoor seat. The little boy cocked his head to the side, thinking, A leaf teapot? Yes, the teacher hearing his thoughts. A leaf teapot. Find a leaf on the ground that will fit in the cup of your hand. She lifted her hand and showed the class how to make a cup in the palm of her hand. She showed them that the leaf teapot needed to have a bend, a curve, or a cup to fit in the shape of your hand. The teacher directed, before we begin our search, we will remember our little frog fin, and we will only search between the two rocks, the rock in the sun and the rock in the shade, and we will search for five minutes. Find your leaf teapot, measuring it to fit in the cup of your hand, and place it open side up on top or next to the rock in the sun and come back to rest in the cool shaded rock and wait for the weather to dance. You could have heard a pin drop in the silence, the weather to dance. The teacher said, while you are listening, you may hear the weather dance. The smallest of clouds will potter dance in partnership with the sun. They will dance over to your leaf pot and pour a drop of rain filling the cup of your leaf. Then the sun will chasse from behind the cloud, meaning to chase as one leg follows the other, just like our fin jumping and frog feet following. The sun will chase the cloud after the rain and boil the rain for tea. You may listen for the weather to dance. The teacher said, you may go and find your leaf pot and place it on or near the rock in the sun and then return to your sitting rock and wait and listen. What do you suppose a kindergartner would be doing while sitting in his perfectly appointed location in the shade of mystical woods. He would be sitting very still and listening to his leaf from a distance. Do you suppose you and I can sit very still and listen at a distance? 
Do you suppose that you could put a leaf teapot somewhere in your home or garden and sit very still and listen at a distance in the unseen while I continue to tell the story? Do you suppose God who loves to speak with you and show you the kingdom of heaven would show you while you are listening at a distance in the spirit some limitless abilities to think, know, and perceive and enable you to solve a problem or hear the inaudible wonder of his love? (laughs) Our next scenario. Children, the teacher said, we must make little hors d'oeuvres, a fancy snack for our tea party guest. I heard that fairies truly adore cheese. She quickly drew a picture in the mind's eye of her Very attentive class. I saw a small black wrought iron skillet heated in the sun with melted butter inside. I saw a piece of cheese tied at the end of a string on a pole. The pole was made from a stick, as if the children were going fishing with the cheese on their stick pole in a wrought iron pan with melted butter. In nanoseconds of the imagination, the little boy held his small string and stick fishing pole over the hot pan and dipped his cheese bait into the butter pool. You could hear the cheese pop, and it clashed with the butter crisping the cheese as a nugget of deep-fried gold. I would suggest that the bubbles that were floating in the woods that had been playing hide-and-seek in our peripheral view might be moving towards our party. The teacher evaluated her small class. While telling the hors d'oeuvre story, the little boy still in anticipation of hosting a tea party, his hearing was projected over to his leaf to hear the faintest of weather dance steps that could occur at any moment which would fill his leaf teapot and prepare the fairy tea. His attention was learning and listening to the surroundings of his magical story. The End Joy, imagination, and rest are wonderful teachers. God is still writing books written in kindergarten, not pointing at immaturity, but transformation. Hear what Jesus says in Matthew 18. 
Jesus called a little one to his side and said, Learn this well. Unless you dramatically change your way of thinking and become teachable like a little child, you will never be able to enter in. Whoever continually humbles himself to become like this little child is the greatest one in heaven's kingdom realm. As the author and perfecter of our faith, he constantly teaches you and I that the kingdoms of this world are mystical, magical, spiritual, and brilliant. Those kingdoms are filled with the knowledge of God coming in all shapes, forms, sizes, and blessings. Jesus has opened an invitation to follow him into his ascension. Before we go, for those of you who enjoyed your childlike faith, what did you perceive when the weather danced over your leaf teapot? Write it down. Drink it in in communion. Put it into your spirit like rubbing a salve on your skin. Ask Jesus to explain and show you how he would purpose it and apply it. Believe what he shows you. I have left you extra notes in the show notes regarding wisdom and Proverbs 3. Be sure to share this episode with a friend who needs to listen to a good picture book. Remember to email me your hearing God encounters we want to know at Kristen at KristenWombag.com. I love you. See, we pushed right through into a larger zone of comfort. I will see you next week. Bye now.